I think what you're saying isn't that unusual when a new vaccine hits the market. Um, parents are always hesitant. You know, it is their job to protect their children, um, and they make best decisions for their kids, and they talk to their pediatricians. I hope they do it in consult with their pediatricians because this vaccine was studied, and you know how, many, how long we've talked about this, right? Um, and it's been delayed and delayed because they keep reviewing data, getting more clinical data to make sure it is safe. Um, it is the same basic material, but it is at a much lower dose. It created very good immune response, and that's what we want. Now, these kids don't typically get real sick anyway, but a lot of them do. I mean, some kids get really sick and end up hospitalized. So this is the final sort of age group to be brought into the loop. And so I would tell parents, you know, you make the decisions for your kids. Um, but I would do it talking to a trusted source and make sure you're understanding um, what any, if there are risk factors for your child and what they might be and weigh the risk benefits. That's what you do for all medications and all treatments. Um, there isn't any drug or medication that is not without side effects. However, you know, it's the risk benefit. What is better for the child? Donna, let's talk about, you know, certainly there's been a lot of testing going on the last year and a half for five and under. And talk about this dosage for five and under, obviously a little bit different, a little bit lighter than those for adults. Oh, yeah. It's greatly reduced. You know, when they did the five to, I think it was five to 11, yeah, 5 to 11, 12 and older. 5 to 11, it was like a third of the dose. Um, some was half. You know, the Moderna booster, even for adults, is half. And so they are getting enough clinical data now to analyze. So this um, is about a third of the dose, you know, a quarter to a third, depending on the vaccine, Moderna or Pfizer. Um, and it is specially formulated. So it is a specific pediatric vaccine. You're not just getting like some watered down adult dose. You're getting a vaccine that was specifically created for these age groups. Donna Skoda, she is the commissioner of the Summit County Health Department with us this morning. Donna, what about kids five and under who have had COVID-19? Should they still get the vaccination? Oh yeah. CDC recommends that those children still be vaccinated. Um, simply because you don't get lifetime immunity, um, you, you get much better immunity with a vaccine longer, and you want those kids protected. So many parents will make a decision about vaccinating five and under, maybe depending on when school starting, um, maybe depending on a vacation. But the idea is to, you know, once you have that last dose, two weeks after that, you are fully vaccinated. And we really still don't know how much natural immunity lasts. The CDC will only give you 90 days if you have a disease, if you actually have COVID. So it's important that you get your children still get vaccinated. And it's the same for adults. Even if you've had the disease, you need to get vaccinated. Donna, let me ask you this. You mentioned those ages 5 through 11 and how that dose was a little bit stronger than the 5 and under. What about those families right now that might have a child that's 5 and is going to turn 6 in the summer or into the fall just before going back to school? Should they wait 
to get maybe a little bit of a stronger dose of the vaccine, or should they jump on this right now? Um, the recommendation is, um, and it would be a four-year-old about to turn five, because a five-year-old yeah. would get the five to 11 dose anyway. So a four-year-old about to turn five, um, I would tell you to go ahead and get started. That's the same thing CDC says. And then once that little one turns five, they're eligible to get the higher dose. So it, I did not let the birthday interfere. I would go ahead and start the series as soon as possible to get that protection. What about the vaccines available, Pfizer, Moderna? I'm not sure where we are. Are they both available for the kiddos? Yeah, they're coming. It's being shipped. Um, we're running a drive through clinic today um, for adults, or I should say five and older. Um, I don't believe the vaccine has been shipped yet. It should come today. Um, and as soon as we get it, we'll start administering it. But we'll, if you have a five and under year old that you want vaccinated, we'll probably bring you inside to do that. It's very difficult to vaccinate the littlest children in a car. Um, and you certainly don't want to cause undue stress and trauma. So we'll probably bring them into a far more peaceful environment to vaccinate and not let that happen. But as soon as we get the vaccine, we'll start running um, children's vaccines. Donna Scope. So pediatricians will have it. Hospitals will mm-hmm. have it. That federally qualified health centers. It's being shipped all over the state of Ohio. I know we pre-ordered it. Donna Scota is the commissioner of the Summit County Health Department with us. Okay, Donna, what are numbers looking like here as we get ready to end June as far as COVID? Let's get back to the adults and overall numbers. What are you seeing? It's pretty steady. It's been about 120 to 140 cases. It's been pretty steady. Um, We have not seen a lot of increase in hospitalizations. We still have community spread, of course. Anytime you have, you know, any sort of a viral disease that's airborne, you're going to have community spread. Um, and so basically what we're seeing is like steady goes. I mean, it's been pretty steady. So we're hoping these numbers will start to drop and that we've seen the worst of the peak. Um, and again, we just don't know what the fall holds. But we are very hopeful that that will get us at least we'll get into the um, fall. We'll have, what, July, August, um, before we should see any more increases. We're very hopeful. But it looks good. It, I can say it's not getting worse, which makes us very happy. <laughs> yeah, and I just have one more question because I want you to go and look at these parents again who are apprehensive and might not have the confidence in the vaccine for their kiddos. And, and you mentioned they got to do the best for their kids and such. But I thought maybe you can talk about the clinical testing and the vaccine is finally available for those parents that are really apprehensive for their kiddos fi- uh, five and under. Oh, yeah. This clinical testing that was done, in fact, um, I was listening to the University of Cincinnati was a big participant um, in the actual clinical trials. And I was listening to the lead physician talk about what exactly what they did. And it was very rigorous. It was even more so than any other vaccine development that I remember, um, simply because it was using um, messenger RNA. And I have to say, they did a yeoman's job. There were a lot of very strict criteria that had to be met and had to be followed. And many parents volunteered their children for the study. 
um, simply because they believed in getting this vaccine to market. Um, and even some physicians had their children in the study um, to try to make sure that they could get this to market as quickly as possible. So I think if you're worried about the way it was developed, that's not a concern. It was very, very regimented and very well done. Um, and they took a long time. They didn't rush it. And so I think you can rest assured that that, that end of it. Now, if you have concerns about what that might do to your child, like will my child get myocarditis, they found very, almost non-existent myocarditis in that age group of youngsters. So there were not many adverse effects whatsoever. So it's a very safe vaccine. And I think that parents should talk to their pediatricians um, and their healthcare providers, maybe it's a nurse practitioner, whomever, and find out what they believe is best for their child.